0: Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in New Jersey, joined by John, as always, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's up, John? How you doing? Wonderful. And again, joined by Brittany, who is not abroad in Brooklyn. How's it going, Brittany? For now,
1: Brittany? and then I'll, then I'll join you in New Jersey in August.
0: Yeah, you, uh, you bought a house. Can I say that? I, I, I just a house. said that. yeah. Wonderful.
1: Nice. It's not like you're giving away my address. Thank you. You know, I'm no, I'm that's just the,
0: the address you know, is in the description.
1: 2020 is going to be a banner year for me. Nice, <laughs> like just you know, just everything going on in the world. We gotta, we gotta have some something good. So
0: it's going to be a banner year for everybody. I think everybody's going to have their mm-hmm. moment. Everybody, um, so this, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so we're not going to do like the normal news stories, but we got, I'm going to call it topics, right? So we'll do that. Um, first, no, I don't even have to have that. No, no real pancake episode. No real pancake update because I just made some, uh, some greatest hits for my niece who stayed over this past weekend. So, Adorable. uh, made some French toast sticks. That was probably the most interesting. And then I made the, what I still think is probably the best batter is, uh, the Clinton street pancake, uh, recipe. So she loved them. Mm. She went for seconds and thirds and, uh, Yeah. I'm the, I'm the best uncle. I'm, I'm the only uncle. Were they silver dollar-sized,
1: the though? Were they, like, regular-sized size. like, They were like normal-sized. Normal
0: like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat her like an equal. <laughs> like a grown man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to treat her like a grown man. <laughs> You're damn and right.
1: Children, children love mini things.
0: Well, I made the French toast sticks.
1: Okay. So see? So that's kind of a
0: miniaturized version. But that's also, yes. like, a category, you know? I could have made the pancake cereal like I did once before sort of i'm not fully committed on this pancake cereal bandwagon. that sounds really I'm not on time board.
1: consuming it's yeah, it's, it's not
0: it's it's very easy um because you basically just take the batter you put it in a uh you put it in a bag and then you just squeeze out you know little little, little drops blobs. Yeah, yeah exactly and that's it it's not as complicated as it looks there is always a will there's a way Brittany, i do have a baking question for you Okay. Um, why do I suck at baking if I'm okay at making pancakes? And I like meticulously measure shit per the recipes. And I, for some reason, can't make a decent batch of matcha chocolate chip cookies. So why is that? Go.
1: I don't know. That is that is kind of mystifying. Um, I think like in baking, if you used butter, like temperature of your butter is really important. Um, So temperatures are. So maybe it's maybe it's the butter.
2: Do you bring your butter out before you – do you let it rest in room temperature before you mix it into stuff or do you just take it straight so, out the fridge? So the first it time
1: – It depends on what the recipe is. I think for cookies, I've always melted butter. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. So the first time I attempted to make matcha cookies, um, they were not great. They tasted okay, but everything, everything else about them was wrong. So it said softened butter and okay. whatever I – and and it was not so that that was a fail from the beginning. But basically, by the end of it, the recipe kind of had the texture of crunchy, uh, crunchy brown sugar with a with a hint of matcha, which is not what you want a cookie to taste like. And then this time
1: mm-hmm.
0: it called for melted butter. So I did. I mm-hmm. melted the butter and it seemed OK. Everything smelled good. Texture was good. It was OK. But I still don't think I did it right. And I don't know why. But this is um, did, you, I did improved. you preheat the oven? Of course,
1: yeah. So you I follow made instructions. Sure the oven like was I like okay.
0: I, I've been well, getting a lot of shit. We did with the butter.
1: You just you said you followed instructions, but you didn't have the butter softened. So yeah, you know, I know. That, don't. that
0: time? That time I did not. That's so sometimes didn't. I, mean, you I thought directions. I thought it was softened. Okay, I I just became impatient. I'm like, I want to make these cookies now. I don't know how how am I supposed to soften the butter? Am I supposed to just like? sit on it for a while? Do I... I don't microwave it because then it'll start to melt and then what's the difference between melted and softened? Like, when do you cross that threshold? There is... It, it's a I lot... Have, do I, I just have like, more
1: questions. Do you yeah, have a stand mixer or how are you mixing your ingredients?
0: Uh, I do not have a stand mixer. I... Would, that might be part if, of it. Unless, it. unless it calls for it. Like, if it says mix it, often it like directions will say use a hand mixer. I mean, use a uh, stand mixer. And if it does, I tend to not do it because again, I try to follow the directions to the best of my ability. But because I, I've been given some shit because I was like, I don't understand how people can say they're bad cooks. If you follow the instructions, you tend to get a pretty cooking's good Cooking is totally
1: different. No, cooking and baking are totally different. That's why I'm good at baking and not at cooking because cooking's like improv and baking is very precise. So, but it doesn't
0: have to be like all these pancakes I'm making. I'm just following the recipe. I don't, I'm not really improvising. All right. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm squatting down to be level with these measuring cups. Yes.
1: That's right. My,
0: uh, my great, they, uh, in this house, there's a lot of these, these, like those little plastic cups that you use to measure medicines with, you know what I mean? (laughs) And they are, they are the best tool you can possibly have in a kitchen i'm telling you if you're fine with wasting a ton of plastic you got to get these in bulk and they have measurements for teaspoons half teaspoons tablespoons half tablespoons up to two ounces it's a beautiful thing wow so yeah jump on that bandwagon (laughs) i'm clearing out a cabinet for these things uh, when i get back to brooklyn nice all right Anybody got any uh, fun little life updates or bought a, bought a house that you want to talk about? Bought a house. Cool.
1: And it passed inspection. Nice. Despite being built in 1930. So, yeah, that's
2: it. Is your commute... How much longer is your commute now from where you're living currently?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, did you double it, well, triple it?
2: Because, yeah.
1: Um, Maybe a little under double, but I had a really good commute. Ryan's commute got shorter, so... Um, but yeah, we're not going back until like 2021. So it's kind of, a okay. Yeah. So you
0: do have a longer commute because now you have to walk from like the bedroom because the walk from the bedroom to your office environment is going, might even be a flight (laughs) of stairs. Yeah. Oh yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, (laughs)
0: exactly. Well, good luck with that.
2: John, what's going on in New Zealand? uh not much other than some new stuff still looking for a house so i've been looking for a house since i have since i moved here buying housing in new zealand is a yeah buying housing in new zealand is a mess it's it's awful i didn't realize you were looking for a house because you're i've been looking for a house forever i've been looking for a house yeah since again i bought a house in
1: two weeks
2: (laughs) yeah 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 new zealand's a little new zealand's a little different uh because there's not land and housing is very okay. expensive. So, yeah, so well, still looking. Here too. <laughs> yeah. So, one day, maybe we'll see what happens. Uh, but otherwise. Yeah, but that's yeah. expensive
0: in New Zealand dollars. You need me to wire you a few uh, US dollars and you can, uh, you can get that house real good. What do you need, like 100 Absolutely. bucks? Absolutely. <laughs> 100 <laughs> bucks, 200 you wanna, bucks. You buy like a $300,000 <laughs> Kiwi house?
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> what? what? With what the is like, you- in US
1: dollars, like how much does a. Like four bedroom, two bath house cost out there.
2: Ooh, so a four bedroom, two bath house, let's say in let's say in Wellington, you know, in sort of the Wellington district. So it's not the entire area of Wellington. Jason's been here before, so basically sort of like where I lived, and then a bit into the city and then twenty minutes outside. So four bedroom, two bath house in a decent decent neighborhood.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: probably about a 900 grand to 1.1 million New Zealand dollar. So that's probably okay. about $600,000 U.S.
1: Okay. It's comparable.
2: Yeah. So comparable to New York city. And this is a country with 5 million no, people. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> no, this is comparable to like the suburbs. You could Okay. You well,
2: still like again, paper. comparable to the suburbs of New York city. And this is a country with 5 million people. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah it's a thing. Um and again, it's not that it's not that affordability is the it's the issue if you're if you're a poor Kiwi who's not making international rate wages the way that I am, right? Because I'm I work for a U.S. Sure. company basically. They can pretend that they're a New Zealand company, but it's everyone I talk to during a meeting has an American accent. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so we're all getting we're, we're all getting paid like Americans and it's fine. It's just yeah, just buying housing here is not and plus the housing is not very good. So that 1930s house that you bought is about standard here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that house probably hasn't had many upgrades and it's most likely very cold in the winter and very damp in the winter. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting place to buy a house, which I can do a whole episode on, on its own.
0: (laughs) Well, we could, but yeah. We could otherwise, we got kind of a loose yeah. structure, so we could, we could just, do yeah. That no, that now.
1: I yeah. Understood. Yeah.
0: You guys want to just talk about buying a house and comparing your experiences, and I'll just like fuck off for for no. want It's, what do it's, you it's do? fine. We can,
2: we we could we can do this after Brittany moves into her house and starts telling us the the joys of home ownership. Home ownership once, oh uh, uh, oh yeah, I can
1: already move. already feel them. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, but yeah otherwise it's it's a lot of uh watching watching the news and watching and again you laugh now but that american dollar might be coming very close to the to the uh the new zealand dollar when i first moved down here 5 almost 6 years ago it was 0.89 cents to the dollar and it's now around 0.6 to the dollar so i fully expect for the american dollar to to dive a bit, because New Zealand is a country, again, we don't have an active ca- We've got one active case of COVID-19, and we haven't had a case in almost 10, 11 days.
0: I don't know if you know about this, but the um, the stock market jumped up quite a bit today thanks to unemployment <laughs> not being 20%. It's only 13%, you so know? that's
2: a win, and you man, know who's happy we about are that? back to being great again. Do you, do you know who's well, happy about that the most? apparently it's George Floyd
1: <laughs> I was just he, gonna is, oh my he is gosh. dancing
2: I... he is dancing in the clouds <laughs> he said I died for your unemployment numbers to drop you're welcome according to Trump <laughs> according to your president <laughs> to your president let me oh, let me set, let me
0: be clear of the three people here only one of our states voted for this guy and that is yours okay
1: that's your right. president
0: your president okay want to be clear oh <laughs> trump's your president now let's not get ahead even of ourselves even
1: my home state did not vote for him virginia that's what i'm yeah.
0: talking about i was i was
1: oh i was like I, I was you know i voted in new york but
0: because technically john's residence now in arizona and yeah, i don't which know which doesn't vote for, for but uh, which which doesn't which didn't vote for
2: Trump. in yeah, voted for Trump as well, so yeah, I, so I love that you. So,
0: oh, Jesus! So you're just you're just doubling <sighs> down on this, aren't you? Okay, look, yeah. here we go. We have, we'll go into the quote, quote news. We'll just call it the topics, right? What we'll is it
1: news these days?
0: And we'll ride this There's thing into else the to end. Talk about. The topics are, John. You can choose the order as as always. So the topics are. Uh, Basically, everything that's happening in the country, (laughs) that's one one topic, okay? Mm -hmm. Topic two, developing story, Lady G, okay? (laughs) Topic three, cha-cha matcha. Where do you want
2: to start? Let's, let's go in order because I feel like Cha-Cha-Macha is going to be the the levity that we need after discussing the first two.
0: You'd be surprised. Let me add a little bit of color because okay. I want to make sure you're comfortable with this order. Cha-Cha-Macha has a lot to do with cancel culture.
2: Oh, that God. What <laughs> All Somebody right. So let's, let's leave the Lady ex- G discussion yeah. toward the end. So let's yeah. talk about just general news stuff. Then we can talk about Cha-Cha-Macha. And then we can talk about Lady G.
0: Okay, cool. And I, okay. I know I just is it threw, best uh, for last. Through a curveball, yeah. And uh, so, Brittany, feel free to veer off and potentially do some research if you're going down this rabbit hole. But I think we got enough information where we could just have fun and speculate and potentially burn a man's uh, credibility with, with, <laughs> with, with, with zero. With Good zero, we're not upheld to journalistic standards on this podcast, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely not. I would not want to be punched in the face. Speaking of which, (laughs) where do you want to start? You want to start with the Australian journalist being punched? You want to start with uh, the old man being pushed over and bleeding from the head in Buffalo? You want to talk about these girls being tased in a car? You want to talk about um, some other shit that I'm not thinking about? (laughs) Oh yeah, that yeah. guy on CNN. But that happened. We talked about that last week. That was last we? week. Amazing. Yeah, we <laughs> that, that,
2: that <laughs> felt like that happened think, months ago. I think we
0: covered that on the no. last episode.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I don't even know where to start. I mean, look. If we want to do international, we could talk about the way that the media here is covering the the what's going on in America because it's very interesting. Because I guess it has to do a bit with like journalism and international journalists being caught in this. I saw that video of the Australian guy. It's basically this. It's basically in D.C. right where this happened, if I'm correct.
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I believe, but we're talking about the one where they're just they're kind of
2: like leaning against this yes, pillar. Yes, and it's like a guy with pillar. a shield who's basically Captain America. Because that's what yeah. I saw. Like, I, I just saw a Marvel movie when that happened. He's got this shield, and he's like pushing dudes out of the way. I half expected him to throw it, like to actually physically throw the shield and then say a comeback like Captain yeah. America. Like, but know, instead he like turns for, yeah. to his he like turns to his left and like hits this Australia like the guy with the camera like right in the gut with the shield, and the guy sort of like crumbles down, and then they start running away, and then you come no, to no, find no, out no, no. he okay, punches yeah. the camera
0: too. Oh yeah, <laughs> the guy just the straight up camera. punches the camera. Yeah.
2: And then they start running away at which point. Yeah. Fo- yeah. I'll continue. So then they started running away. But then I also heard that they got shot with rubber bullets. Oh, no, 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 no. So you got, missed it yeah. because okay, they start running
0: away. That. And then a guy just like straight up whacks a person with this baton from the back.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. Well, they're
0: running. Yeah. And it seemed like multiple. There's like three cops involved. One of the guys turns, punches the person twice holding the camera. Then they they like start booking it while another guy is kind of holding a back and another one just like throws a whack towards the back of them as they're running away. But you know,
1: that's crazy. Look,
0: it's, it's, did you Brittany, have you because, seen that video? Yeah,
1: no, I haven't.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I'll find I will find.
1: can't, I can't watch. It's like, so everything's so violent. I can, like, I can't even watch.
2: And it's happening. Not just, I've heard that it's happened to Swedish reporters. Like it's happened to just international journalists. In general, like if you have a camera and you're reporting the news, I believe that sort of the rules of engagement for media and this, I mean, I'm talking about war zones here. I'm not talking about protests. I'm talking about like in the middle of Afghanistan or in the middle of a war that the press is normally off limits. Like everyone tends to know that person's got press on their on their jacket or on their helmet that you don't shoot at press. You don't engage with press. Press is literally there just to report what's happening. And I believe that's got to be like some Geneva Convention type of law of like, hey, you're not supposed to attack press. Like, if you're in a skirmish, you can attack each other, but you can't attack the press. And that seems to have gone completely out the window during this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, don't you think that part of it is like, you know, this animosity towards the media that's developed under, you know, Trump's Absolutely. Leadership, like, you know, they see that people are covering the protests. And um, I think those rules just go out the window because of the culture of, of like, you know, hatred towards the media.
2: It's I, yeah, horrible. I agree a thousand percent. And it's a, And it's distrust against on all sides. Right. I think the one thing that everyone can agree with that there's some portion of the media that they don't like. That everyone just goes, the media lies. And whether it's Fox News or CNN or, you know, some international thing that, again, you're holding a camera. You're not – you shouldn't be here. And so, yeah, like this video that Jason just linked to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I pretty much nailed
0: it. But, yeah, yeah, so the guy whacks him with the shield, pulls the camera down, yeah, punches him, pulls the camera down. And then and he as they walking run. away, he swings at this woman. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> Third guy. so just so you guys know, right, I'll give you the pers- – for all the Americans, which is mostly people listening to this – the, the way that New Zealand is – the New Zealand interest in this story is very interesting. It's strange because there's a lot of – again, like every – let's be honest. Every country that's been colonized by white people has got some racism in it. That's all of them. It's just the reality of the fact. You don't have to like it, but that, that's the truth. And in this country, it's specific, it's specifically Pacific culture. So Maori people – or um, Fijian people, Tongans, Samoans, all people who come from sort of the Pacific Islands in general are, for lack of a better term, they are very comparable to some of the struggles that African-Americans have faced in America. So it's not the same because they were never enslaved into this specific country, but they were here. It's more kind of, it's a mixture between sort of Native Americans and African-Americans, if that's a good way to put it, where it's like the native Mm -hmm. people inside of these islands have sort of, you know, British people colonize a place, they make agreements and land deals, and then they renege on all those things. They just basically go, yep, we're going to take this over by force. That's basically the history of this country, of New Zealand. So New Zealand's got its own terrible past of racism. Um, And so there was a Black Lives Matter protest here, I believe the same, like the night of, it was either Monday or Tuesday of this week, where people basically went out into the streets and were saying, hey, we are with, black america we are with americans we support in solidarity what is happening in the u.s and there's been sort of this weird backlash half of it is hey we're still under a pandemic you're not supposed to be in groups of more than 100 people so there's that group who's reporting on this of saying hey if we're able to meet in groups with more than 100 people why are we not just ending this lockdown why do we have any levels why can't we just end this there's the other group that go, hey, that's we'll an American. We'll find out in two weeks, yeah. by the way. Yeah, we'll point. find out in two weeks whether or not whether or not someone has contracted this in New Zealand. Because again, we haven't had a case in ten days. There's the other side of the media that's basically going, hey, why are we talking about America issues? There aren't black people here. There are obviously, but there's not nearly amount. Mile- I mean, again, if you probably did the numbers, I'd probably guess there's less than a thousand black people in this country, and that's me being real generous, right? So there's the other side of the media that's like, hey, why are we covering this at all? This isn't our problem. This is an an American problem. And then there's the other side that's looking – there's a third side that goes, hey, why are not we actually discussing discussing racism in this country? So racism against people from Pacific culture, racism from people from India, racism from Asians and China. Why aren't we actually talking about the issues that are specifically here in this country and the way that the police treat Kiwis that aren't white? So it's the same thing in Australia. It's very similar in Australia where it's basically going, hey, we're looking at American issues – but instead of marching for america we should be marching for our own systematic racism and things that happen here so it's just interesting when you see sort of these types of attacks and things happen on foreign media because it's forcing for people here to have all of these very difficult discussions even though you can't really point to a specific incident like you can here right you can point to a very specific incident and say this happened this needs to change we're here you go well there hasn't there's been incidents but what's the one specific thing you're pointing to of why we need to go march in the street for for you know, Maori and, and Pacific culture, you know, proper re- representation for this. So, and that is Brittany's cat. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, well, sure as hell isn't my cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, she she so, loves when I'm like at the computer. She jumps up. and oh, <laughs> no, <I'm> Sorry. <laughs>
2: no, it's all good. So look, so I think that's why it's interesting for the fact that now the this has become a global issue because of things like this, where like the foreign media is just. Is just a target. It's just another target. <laughs> apparently it's just another thing that's out there. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you they cared are, that yeah. they were
0: foreign. I just think it was a matter of media. Yeah. Media. It's just like, yeah. And just kind of, again, I, I was thinking about last week when I was bringing up, just taking some sense of what's going on. Right. And realizing, Oh, yeah, a lot of tensions right now. A lot of people looking at these cops in questionable ways. We really should be on our best behavior. Let me punch the biggest camera I could find and see yeah. and see how that works out for okay. me. It's like that and the guy in and the guy in Buffalo
1: who like, pushed guys, the old man down. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like I just saw that. I just saw that like right around.
2: before yeah, right
1: before yeah. getting on the yeah, talk like, These
0: to you guys. are the things saw. like you guys effectively every cop should assume they're on probation. I I don't like the overall victimization of cops. Obviously all cops are not bad. No one's really I don't think anybody's actually saying that and believes it. Yep. But you should realize but everyone of them should still be like, hey, we better be on our best behavior, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, because everybody is under the microscope. There are but again, cameras. Part everywhere. Of
2: the, again, this is where I think a lot of white people get confused by understanding what what systematic means, right? What's what systemic means? It's not it's not of the person. It's not, hey, this guy is bad or these people are all bad. That's not the issue. Same thing with racism or trying to say, oh, all Black people are this or that or all Asian people are this and that. That's the systemic part of all of this where it's the entire system that allows for these people to exist in the first place. That's the problem. And I think that's the thing that just still there's enough people who don't seem to really get it of the fact that, like, we're not saying that all cops are bad. We're not saying that all this people are bad or all that people are bad. We're basically saying that the system that allows these people to exist in the first place needs to change. And for whatever reason, I think there's still a giant, there's a giant and most likely older portion of the white population that has a hard time trying to just, they just don't understand that. And it's real. And again, I don't know if you'll ever get through to them, to be honest, because they immediately go to, oh, well, it's saluting and it's this, 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 this. is why this is all wrong. And you can just easily go, well, what about ism on this side? And it's like it's the systemic part of all of this. That's the problem. It's not into indi- just like, right. It's not individual protesters you can pick out and say that guy's bad. So all protesters are bad.
0: It's the liberal mayors letting this happen in their yeah.
2: cities. Yeah. So it's, it's that's just the narrative. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it's crazy watching this through foreign eyes. Through foreign media's eyes, because it just shows you just like, yeah, this is a systemic problem where you have police officers who are being filmed and obviously don't care enough. They don't care.
1: They don't care because there's no consequence. And and again, like that's, you know, to your point, it's it's about systems, right? So if you have a system that doesn't have consequences for, you know, rogue behavior, then it's going to be part of the culture and it's okay. And it's not okay. So, you know, I mean, I think that's kind of where there's the opportunity to use this to leverage, to make change.
0: Yeah. And too often something will happen. And the first instinct is nothing, (laughs) right? That's, that's, that's the bigger problem with all this stuff. It wasn't, people weren't necessarily shocked and appalled by what they saw happen to George Floyd, they were shocked and appalled that nothing happened to that cop. For well, four
2: I, I w- well, I would honestly say black people weren't shocked and appalled. by. I wasn't it because shocked. I've, seen that. I've seen that so many times. And again, I think people who are, who are aware of these issues and Brittany, you're one of those people who are like, you're not shocked that this happened, but everyone tends to be shocked of like, hey, wait a minute. Are you really not going to do anything? Okay. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But there is a giant <laughs> segment of this population that, that just was shocked by this.
1: But I don't get that. That's the part that I'm sort of like confused about because I wasn't shocked, um, and I wasn't shocked that nothing happened for four days because you know what, like two months prior, Ahmad Arbery went jogging and was killed—modern-day lynching—and nothing happened to those people for months. So, like, why is this? But it's the same thing. Shocking. Well, it's the same thing. But I guess that's
0: the rage, right? That's that's where the issue comes in, right? It's obviously. These people are going, is it you're not going to get rid of racism, but you need to apply the proper, the proper controls and the proper punishment, or not even punishment, but just accountability. Like put them in a holding cell with bail while they await a trial or something just like any other crime would yeah. would pertain.
1: But I guess I'm just very like fascinated why like like I guess there's always one straw that breaks the camel's back, right? And like yeah. You know, I think in this case, like I've been trying to think about it, like why was this the straw? Because there were so many opportunities to be outraged. There's well, so many opportunities where, yeah, like I just don't. You know, I think it's I think it's this perfect storm of there's just this angst in the country right now. People are out of work. Um, you know, they've been quarantining. There, there's so much to be upset about that it was just like one more thing and it was just also
0: every distraction is shut down you have to pay attention there's no sports
2: there's no media like again there's no real constant new media it's not like there's a new movie release that's coming out next week like the world is stopped and specifically with this Brittany, i think that this video was the first time that i saw a video that you couldn't really deny some of these other videos before, you can kind of deny and go, well, we don't know what happened on this end, or we don't know what, again, I'm I'm speaking for the devil's advocate side of this that just doesn't believe black people when they tell them this. And they go, oh, well, you know, he was running the street, but you know, know what, we don't know what he was doing beforehand. We can only see part of the video. So, you know, I'm going to withhold judgment until I see the whole thing, right? Like, I've heard that plenty of times. I'm like, well, you don't know the whole story. This is just one angle of it. But this, the George Floyd is so undeniably, you're looking at this thing and you're just like... You can't deny this. And I think there's a lot of white people who looked at this and were like, oh, wow. Like, I can't, there's no, I can't poke any holes in this. Like, this this is ongoing. And it's just like, the dude is telling you, he's like, he's literally narrating his own death and nothing happens. And I think there's a lot of, and specifically young white people who see, you know, with the way that we do media now, they now look at these videos and they can sort of say, you can't, I can't not say that this isn't right. I I can't justify this. You cannot justify what you saw in that video where the rest of us who have been watching this for years and decades aren't surprised by it. They're surprised by it because this is the first time they've actually seen it and they can't deny it anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true.
2: Yeah, And the fact that
0: people are willing to jump in and take advantage of the large protests and the looters just gives fire to that other side of the argument and it just makes this mess this even worse
2: so so real because quick it gives them exactly we, what they need yeah before we move on look there is something people have asked me and it's real funny because people here in new zealand have asked me specifically like hey how are you doing how are things going right like i think it's real funny that like there's this well, john how are you doing people to sort of reach out <laughs> to you and it's real funny because it's just sort of like it's like well I'm, I'm doing fine to be honest it's like honestly what i've noticed is that there's a lot of funny stuff going on in these riots that I feel like a lot of people don't actually want to say is funny, but I'm sort of in a very privileged position to look at some of the stuff and laugh hysterically at it. Like the image of the dude who's got the Elmo head on and there's like the burning trash can behind him. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. So there's stuff in this thing that I'm sort of telling people like, yeah, look, I appreciate you for reaching out to me. Yeah, maybe you'll actually listen and do these things, but it's like, I'm not, you're not the ones I'm worried about. Like the people that talk to me and can actually realize that I'm just normal as everybody else is um it's just like the fact that like i'm able to try to tell people like look you also have to look at some of the funny of the stuff that's happened over the last week i think that's perfectly appropriate if you're not if you're not doing that you're not being honest with yourself of there's a black dude with with an elmo head on and it's like the still image of like a blazing fire behind him <laughs> and it's like you have to be if you're not able to laugh at this stuff then we're never gonna actually I gotta solve find this picture <laughs> oh yeah i'll, I'll send it to, to you as do i'm doing this it, like... it's great it's great. I don't know if you've seen it, if you guys have seen anything that's funny from this riot. I'm gonna give you permission to point out anything that you might think is funny. <laughs> um, because oh, it's yeah, it there's now. some yeah. That's Send me
0: creepy.
2: the picture. It's it's I... creepy, but you also look at this and you're just like, yeah, this pretty much sums up like this this dude is doing like he walked outside and was like, I'm gonna wear this, I'm gonna wear this Elmo costume when I go out to a protest. And if it turns into a riot, I'm just gonna keep wearing this thing. I'm going to keep someone, rocking this uh, It's great. <laughs> it's like someone um,
0: playing uh, a lot of Saints Row because that's the kind of stuff that you would do in that game.
2: Yeah. So, like, it's just, yeah, again, I've, I've, you, oh my we God. should, we should, <laughs> yeah, we should talk about, again, I want to make sure that we don't miss an opportunity to talk about some of the funny. Look, we, I understand it's serious. I understand we need to change these things. I understand, black oh my God. I, I more than most people understand that, but I also can understand that I can laugh at this photo. Because it's squeaked. Can,
0: can we also <laughs> laugh at the subtitle that says "Riot Elmo says tickle the police"? <laughs>
1: the- Someone was very proud of that uh, that caption there.
0: Uh, I would say I would suggest not to tickle the police unless you are intimately involved with said police officer. Yes. Otherwise, do not tick. Uh, Let me rephrase. Do not tickle random police ask permission before you tickle the police and then if they say yes tickle the police
2: so other than this photo have you guys seen anything out of this that's actually made you laugh and been like okay maybe i shouldn't laugh but that's but that's hilarious
1: um on the news yesterday i saw like you know just footage of someone like i think it was actually protesting in denver and then like in the upper left corner there was like a man that was just like juggling (laughs) It was just like (laughs) I was, like, I was like, Ryan, do you see that? Is that man juggling? He had like three bowling pins and he was just juggling. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> things, that, things that make me laugh. Uh, on Trump's walk to that church after he tear gassed a bunch of people so that he could walk to in front of a church with a Bible with all of his uh, white posse. Um, Kaylee McEnany has very strange posture and she doesn't look like a person. So I'm assuming she's not one. So that made me laugh. <laughs> that's the
2: that's the, uh, that the press secretary. Press
0: the person? new press secretary. Yeah, she's got very strange. Yeah, the way she uh, walks around and stuff. I don't know. Either she's had some. Uh, I don't want to shoe- make fun of. Hmm? You think it's her shoes?
1: Probably her shoes. Yeah. Whenever you see know. women walking oddly, like Ryan tells me, I walk like a baby giraffe when I'm wearing high heels. So she,
0: she doesn't look like she has a neck though. A There's giraffe. something strange. Like she's like very kind of smushed together as a person she's (laughs) odd and like that combined with her general philosophy on everything and how she talks about stuff she's just probably not real she might be a fembot you know from austin powers
1: yeah it's quite possible
0: so that made me giggle uh, otherwise, no, nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> in you're the like, protest. Otherwise, no, I'm not
2: laughing. Don, you're you're talking, you're talking
0: to someone who's giving, uh, who's getting most of their
2: information from Don Lemon And that guy is taking yeah, Don a Lim Lim is not stuff very laughing. seriously. Look, look, He's I'm going laughing. to laugh at some of this stuff because you have to realize that this is humanity, that you can feel all of these things. You can feel extreme anger. And at the same time, look at a picture of Elmo holding up a fist for, for, you know, Black Lives Matter and laugh. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, just, just a reminder that you should be laughing at the same time. Yeah. Well that's the difference, right? You got Black Lives
0: Matter, they have Elmo, and then uh the liberate the state people have uh Pikachu with assault <laughs> rifles.
2: <laughs> that's right i forgot about pikachu with the
0: assault rifle never forget the pikachu with the slith the assault rifle in front of the uh in it's front of the michigan of these... uh, town hall or whatever that oh, was. some it's of the, the characters capital.
2: that some of the characters on both sides of this thing that come out like you get like the real and i'm gonna say this as someone who's attended burning man you get a real like burning man hippie crowd to some of this especially like on the pacific northwest of just like well, some of these just. <laughs> It's about, that, hey, it's about that. Hey,
0: man, let's just be. Let's just be live and let live, man. Love your fellow man, right? Yeah,
2: That's and what some the hippies of those have guys been talking just... about forever. <laughs> and A- some and of their hippies, is... just, they can't get out of their own way of just being, just being hippies. They just they they bring it everywhere, and it just it's sort of just yeah. like like again the guy who's just like juggling randomly, or the guy who's like going to start like waving fire sticks around and ch- shamanic chanting. Like that dude's out there somewhere in one of these yeah, protests. Just, just bring the soap guy. I I think that what's funny is like
0: this is again one of those weird things where you look at the difference between the right and left and it's like yeah their message is generally positive it's like yeah we just want to get along man like that hippie message. it's like yeah i guess hippies are annoying and people don't like them but at the same time the the message here is still a good one and yeah most of the things it, it goes this is kind of this might be a stretch but like most of the positions that are being argued against by the other side it's like so wait, you're against like things that like we're legitimately saying we want we want to get get along. Can't we get along? Can't we just get along and be happy and love your fellow man? Global warming. Can't we just like have better air to breathe? Wouldn't that be nice? It's like no. <laughs> no, <laughs> but look, fuck you. Sit down.
2: Before we get off of this topic, I do want to say that when people ask me about just my general feelings for this, I actually have a lot of hope. And you know why? Cuz this is the first time during one of these events that I've seen white people, like a lot of white people out there. And it seems like the younger generation of white kids are actually like, yeah, this is enough. Like we can't, we're not gonna be dealing with this. We're not, this is, we we are going to fix this issue. And normally you don't see that again, right? You see black people, you always see Al Sharpton and all these people that they keep shuffling out here to to keep pounding the table about, you know, equality and systemic racism and prison reform and education and health and, you know, housing um, discrimination. I can name all of these black issues, right? And normally it's just sort of like white people kind of look at it and they just are quiet. Hey, I'm not that, right? Like I don't act like that. So this isn't really a me problem, but maybe it's because of the coronavirus, maybe because just more people have time on their hands now. But, like, I watch these streams, and it is white people. Like, there's black people in there, and there's Hispanic people in there, but there are white people at the front of these lines in the face of police telling them that enough is enough. And that gives me personally hope when I'm like, okay, great. It's not just a bunch of black people screaming anymore. The white people have sort of taken this and go, no, you're right, and we're going to fight with you. And it's like, okay, yeah.
1: My theory is that it's because... Well, I think social media is playing a role and the pandemic, right? We're all hooked to our phones. We're all hooked into social media. And and now, you know, I was just talking about this earlier. People have come out and said, like, if you're not speaking out, you're a racist, ba- basically. And so all of us white people, I, I guess I count as a white person, um, feel shamed if we're not saying something to, you know, you know, socially on social media, show that we are not on the side of racism, um, which is kind of like a conflicting position to be put in. Like
2: it is, yeah. You know,
1: on one hand, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't feel like I need to post a black square for people to know that I'm not racist. But at the same time, then you feel like compelled to do it because people are saying, if you're not speaking out, then you're racist. And um, and so I, I do think that there's a lot of like social pressure that it that's positive. You know, it's pushing. You know, white folks to come out and um, and protest and be on the side of change. And I just hope that that momentum continues uh, when we're not as glued to our phones, when perhaps the world unpauses.
2: Yeah. And look, the thing that I've seen as well, that I've seen actually a lot of white people pushing is like, hey, you need to go vote. Like, yeah, yeah, we can go out here and protest. You can go out here and put the black square on your social media. You can do those gestures, but we're also going to start shaming people into registering the vote you need to register to vote because that is the that is the strongest voice that you do have if you believe in any of this government at all is to come the first week of November the first Tuesday of November is for you to go vote go vote these people out go vote these sheriffs out vote for the change that you want to see and i think that's pretty powerful when you see kids i forget which which college university it was but there were they basically the entire team Black kids, white kids all said, we are going to march basically to town hall and everyone in our team is going to register to vote. If you don't know how to do it, we're going to do it together. We're going to figure this out. Like we are going to vote. This is what you have to do. So yeah, look, I've got a lot of hope, but there's also a lot of anger. There's a lot of laughter. There's all of it. Um, so yeah. And again, from a foreign media perspective, it's just, just know that the world is watching and if America doesn't get its act together, this is again like I think that just that that status that America has of being this great country of like that's that's fading very quickly.
1: Well, hopefully we vote him out in November, and uh, yeah, I I mean, does anyone want to bet on that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't. You sure don't. Yeah, and again, I I don't actually want to. I don't want to bet on the fact that even if he does lose, that that he'll actually leave. Yeah, this that's point. what Bill Maher's thing is. Just <laughs> he might, like, he just he might go it. like, no, I'm not gonna leave. Yeah, his
0: his big Bill Maher's big concern that he talks about every episode of his show is what do you do if he loses and doesn't leave? <laughs> <That's not laughs> yeah, and the answer exactly. is always <laughs> and the answer is always we gotta win big. He's like, that's not an answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's great. I, I mean, look, yeah. this this is again another topic for another podcast, but like if you actually had to come up with a civil war scenario, what does it actually look like? Like realistically, if this actually had to go into, there's a, you, the government you need, basically like what you had in Egypt and you know, all of those Northern Africa countries where the military has to remove the leadership because the leadership won't leave. Like that's, I, that's could see, I, I told you this last
0: week, I could see more of a, I don't see an actual war because we're not talking about something like enslaving other people there's not like this there's (laughs) i I, there's not like a righteous cause that would need a violent conflict like that you're talking about ideological differences and i think that's something where you're at a point now where the divide is so is so stark and so volatile that literally you could get five states in a union and be like can we can we leave and everybody would be like, yeah, go ahead. We don't like you anyway. And we'd be like, great. We're out. <laughs> that's the end. Well, of- look, literally,
2: California – again, people don't seem to realize this, that California, I believe, has the fourth or fifth largest economy in the world. Yep. In the world. California as its own would be the fourth or fifth largest country economically in the world. So all you need is for California to leave. <laughs> like, that's it. And this country kind of falls apart. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's are, just nuts to think about. <laughs> there are
0: self-sustaining states sure that, for sure but um yeah most of the South is, is not
2: most of the South would be again it would fall into the ocean. the middle of the country would be fucked <laughs> yeah it's done oh, yeah. it's over <laughs> yeah Alabama yeah, yeah. Mississippi Louisiana, P- Georgia, Florida, Tennessee all those countries would be done.
0: Like that would be that would be Trump's country. He'd be he'd only be he'd be running the
2: people he hates over an economy that doesn't exist. He would just build a new capital in Marlago. <laughs> so. yeah, we'll see. You oh. think
0: Florida would join? Florida is where there might actually. Oh, Florida's be definitely going to join. Yeah, and Florida it would, would be definitely. and it would be the Gators versus the people. <laughs> that's what it would be. So yeah, look my to, to money me, that's the Gators. If they figure out how to another, pull shotgun yeah. triggers, yeah, they'd have a pretty good chance of winning.
2: That's a whole other podcast to actually discuss that. What I actually would like to discuss it at some point. But we can move on so we don't spend too much time talking about this All specific. Right, fair enough.
0: But this is this is actually a good transition. So let's talk about this uh Matcha thing. And I might get on a bit of a rant here. So bear with me. Uh, Greg sent me a chat on Instagram. Let's see what exactly he said. I think he thought he got me. He said... Uh, Let's see. Cha-cha is now ruined for you. And it was a quote of a story um, where they basically sent a picture from the guy, uh, Conrad Sandelman, who is one of the founders of Cha-cha Matcha. Now, I believe there's two founders of Cha-cha oh. Matcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I right? There are two
1: founders? Is that what yeah, you're like saying?
0: There's, yeah, there's two founders of it. Am I right?
1: I don't know. I mean, oh, that? I
0: thought, I thought you were saying like, you know, um, yeah. So it was founded by two people. Okay. Now one of these guys apparently had a photo on his, uh, yeah. on his Instagram feed and I don't know when from, um, there's no date. Now I looked it up and it was up there at least a year ago. Okay. And people have surfaced this now. And it said, basically the picture was a signed make America great again hat and the, and the tagline was uh, "Got an autograph from my favorite person." So that's what he wrote. Well, Google just
1: told me that one of the founders is the son of the Hard Rock Cafe co-founder. So cool!
2: I don't know like which a... one that is. Are Hard Rock Cafe still a thing? Oh yeah! Are you kidding? Oh, we saw
1: one in we saw one in
2: Japan. Yeah. But but yeah, like, does anyone go? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm asking. I'm not, I'm not being accused of I'm just asking. Yeah. I, yeah. I
1: actually went... No. Yes, maybe. No, I don't know. If I went to one in LA, maybe. People like who been. vote for
0: Trump go to the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay, look, here we go. So... um yeah, so he had this thing, and then someone basically told this up, and this is what was going around, where it said, the owner of Cha-Cha Matcha, who went private and is currently deleting comments to keep the sanctity of his performance, I'm posting this because every single person I know spends their money here, so I think y'all should know exactly who you're supporting. And then the person who posted, who then shared this said, give me a refund, bitch. So now everybody is like, not everybody, but there's a ton of people who are posting about Cha Cha matcha is canceled. Cancel Cha Cha matcha We gotta cancel that. If you go to their Instagram feed and look at their and and look at the posts that they make now, even the ones they do in support of Black Lives Matter and all that, the posts are whatever. You're canceled. Go away, your guy. Uh, this guy Zandelman. He's a uh, he's he's a Trump supporter. That means we gotta cancel you. We gotta cancel you. Um, uh, my. Th- Take like, what the fuck are we doing? This is why Trump wins. This is why people hate liberals. This is why cancel culture is stupid because you're basically trying to quote, cancel an entire company because of this one guy who makes tea. He sells tea. He sells matcha tea and he's half of the yeah. founders. That means there's another guy and you're talking about a whole bunch bunch of people in this company who are being employed like you're just gonna cancel this this thing because of one guy who again at the moment he is seemingly supportive of the cause that everybody's championing at the moment why do we ostracize this i cannot knock somebody because they voted for trump i can't i I know people might see differently if you voted for trump i disagree with you I'm not happy you did. But at the same time, that's kind of part of the 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 whole country's ethos is that you can vote for whoever you want. There is a freedom of speech. If you want to support the guy, you can support the guy. If you don't support the guy anymore, cool. You're a reformist. You're an ally. I don't know when that picture was from. I don't know what his politics are right now. That is all ambiguous as far as I can tell. And finally, like, are you going to cancel the tea guy?
1: Over that, that's it. If you want yeah. to go, and you don't want to feel guilty about it.
0: No, that's well, maybe <laughs> because I'm biased because I like their stuff. Okay. But at the same time, I eat chick. You eat Chick fil A. You eat Chick fil A.
1: Yes, and I was conflicted about it until they changed their policies. Now I can guilt. <laughs> What policies you
0: know, they had, they have no, Cha Cha does not have a policy as far as I know that reflects the political beliefs that would undermine any sort of noble cause that these people who are trying to cancel them have. Like they I mean, they I, serve tea. <laughs>
1: like I think that people, you know, I, I work for a company that is very big on, you know, social responsibility. And I think a lot of consumers do want to um, align with brands that represent their ideology. That's why Patagonia is so, you know, prominent. And so I think people have that right, right? Like people have that right to say, I don't agree with the leadership of this company and I don't want to put my dollars there. And 100%. That's so like, let them cancel Chacha Matcha if that's what they want to do. Um, I think that, you know, again, like there's going to be a lot of fallout. I don't know if that's like the best word to use as a result of the tensions in this, in this time right now, it's going to, you know, really force people to evaluate what businesses are support they're supporting, what actions they're taking, um, you know, what businesses they should be supporting instead when there are are alternatives. And um, yeah, so I think, I think this is just part of that. And that makes sense to me. And that's okay. Now, like, personally, would I not, Go to Chacha Macha. Like, I enjoy going there with you, Jason. So I will still go there with you. But I think that people have that right. And I can understand why they wouldn't want to go.
0: I think that I agree. Everything you said, I agree with. I agree that if you don't agree with somebody's politics, then, and you don't want to support that because of that reason, that's absolutely fine. The idea of canceling something is just. Gross to me, and the fact that you would be so the the things that people post is so vile and vitriol that is just like this is where you put your energy into. Like this is the guy you are going after. The T guy, you should call every you should call every senator, every every representative, every governor, every mayor before you get down to the T guy because that guy is not doing shit. Like, yeah, okay, you want to expose his politics? Cool. The idea. Is, does that really make a change what are you doing well what are you doing do well, you want your money
2: back here's here's again I'm, I think I'm gonna heavily disagree with you okay go for it I love it and it's it is not because you're wrong right <laughs> from the general principle of what you're saying is absolutely right right you're a small business owner you know it's a corporation with with you know X amount of people and the actions of one person is very similar to the police. You can have, again, you can have the very same thing, what you're saying now about police departments, about the Minneapolis Police Department. You've got one guy. And are you really going to take this one guy and sort of cancel the entire Minneapolis Police Department because of the actions of one person, because of the beliefs of one person? In theory, no. But the climate that we're in now is that people and young people specifically see how much power they have by financially disallowing someone to be successful. Because as we see, same thing with Chick-fil-A, right? If you can make money off of your thing, then your ethics and things don't matter. And I think this is a big pushback on just the general idea of capitalism, where capitalism just goes, look, all the other nonsense doesn't matter. It's about sort of you know supplying and demanding and making money. If you can make money, you can exist in this culture and you can live to the best of your potential right? Because that's what the tea guy's doing, right? He's making tea, but he makes tea in a way, whether it's marketing or advertising, or he puts that little extra something in there that capitalism says cha-cha matcha should exist in this way because it makes good tea and people want to buy it. And people are now looking at the things, as Brittany said, and saying, you know what? I don't agree with your policy. I am going to vote with my money. And I'm also going to vote socially on all of my platforms because these platforms give me a voice, And whether that's right or wrong, I don't see a problem with this because this is part of the financial responsibility of people who's because we've got such this giant disparity of wealth in this country. The only way these people can ever make a a stance socially is by doing stuff like this. So sorry, cha-cha matcha guy. If your tea is so special, your capitalism says that you'll outlast whatever nonsense your politics is. But if it doesn't, yep. that's on you because people are voting with their money. If the cha cha macha two guy says, hey, I these are my social responsibility things. I support LGBTQIA plus things. I outwardly do all of these things that people vote with their money and say they want to be a part of, then I win. Because that, that's what capitalism is. I gave them a brand and a responsibility that people want to pay me for. So sorry, cha-cha matcha guy. The tea guy, sorry that you can't make your money anymore. Sure, your tea might be the best, but your policies suck and these people are voting with their money and with the voice that they do have. So if your company goes under or you financially lose from this, those are the rules of the society that we set out. It's just now these young people and these people on social media actually have a way to combat that. And so you can't be mad when the system works for you one time and doesn't work for you the other, because that's exactly what this is. People just aren't going to spend money anymore. And they're doing it socially to yeah. aware other people, hey, I don't want, I'm not spending my money here. And those people have just as much of a brand on social media as a cha-cha matcha guy has because he makes good tea. We might not agree with it, that Kim Kardashian can basically get on social media, put a post, and basically take down another corporation. But she's a corporation herself. That is capitalism. So you're wrong. You're not, again, I don't necessarily think that what you've said is wrong. But the fact that this guy might lose his business has the, again, it probably won't. And people forget about this stuff, just like Chick-fil-A, right? Like, sure, they change some of their policies and we can be, you know, but again, Chick-fil-A, capitalism won, right? Because you make good chicken. And I'm going to keep eating that chicken, (laughs) even if you might say some things I don't agree with, but your chicken is damn good. Capitalism wins. Well, you know, they're never
1: open on Sundays. And that's the day that I always want Chick-fil-A. So I really (laughs) only have Chick-fil-A like once a year. Let's be honest. Yeah,
2: but but it's just the principle. If you really want to believe in the ideals of capitalism, it works both ways. It works when you can sort of say what you want to say and people go, oh, I don't care if he's a racist. He makes good nuts and bolts. I'm buying his nuts and bolts. And it works the other way as in, yeah, he makes good nuts and bolts, but I don't like what he says. I'm going to tell all my friends about it, too. So you lose either side. You just might be on the wrong side of history right now. And that's that.
1: And in particular for Chacha Macha, like their whole like business, not model, but like their whole um, aesthetic is meant to be Instagrammable. Like it was. And so now this is like Instagram is going to take them down. So it's a blessing and a curse to your point.
2: You live by the sword, you die by the sword. And I think that's just, and I think that's just what it is.
0: Fair point, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fine, go. What? What do you mean? Well, again, just so the people know, Jason kicked something out from his microphone, and now we're starting again like five minutes after their very impassionate rant, and then Brittany had sort of her. She was sort of kind of agreeing with me, and now Jason's going to say some stuff, and I'm just going to let him say it. So go ahead.
0: No, 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 no. You could, you could also follow up because we got a little bit of time here. All right, so look, all that stuff is fine, but you're also speculating on something that you don't know the truth. Why? Why ostracize somebody for a different opinion? Is that really where we want to take things? Plus... I don't know. I don't remember my point. That's the biggest yeah. thing,
1: though.
2: Yeah, is you're going to. That's what financially too bad. Sorry, these people don't want to spend their money anymore. They're not going to spend their money there anymore. That's you don't what have the to cancel culture. But the, is. The, the, okay, so this, that's
0: right. The point of canceling, though, the idea of say nope, you're done. It's over. Goodbye. Yeah, It's just you, you, an the whole because exactly. no, but your expression, expression. That's also what they use for people of sexual assault. You compared Chacha Masha to hold on. You, Whoa, compared, what? you compared.
1: You <laughs> compared. Hang
0: on. Wait. What am I saying? Yeah, right, yeah, when they think? were when they were canceling uh when they were canceling people. This person was canceled, this person is canceled. Like you you kind of also uh associated this with the um you you associated this thing with the um with the police department. Chachamacha hasn't murdered anybody. Their owner had an opinion. He posted something on Instagram, and it I mean, wasn't violence. The only point that I'm making
2: is that if we're going to play by the rules of corporations, and guess what? People and their brands are corporations now. Sorry, I didn't make those rules. People did. Kim Kardashian is a brand. She's a person. She's a human being, but she's also a brand. She's a financial entity on her own. This and dude is not what? the brand. But he, he is. He's part of his brand, unfortunately. He's half, He's half Papa, of the founding. Papa John was part of the – again, Papa John, right? <laughs> is he the brand? Or is he just the is he just the owner? Is he just the CEO? Hey, don't don't you know don't punish Papa John because he decides to use racist language during a meeting. Don't publish all the people that work for Papa John and the fact that hey, I really like the garlic butter sauce that's on their pizza. Hey, that's not fair. Hey, they canceled Papa John, which means guess what the company did? They kicked Papa John out. Papa John's as a company still exists. Papa John as a human being is gone. Chacha Macha can do the same thing. Let me ask you this question: Do you? And and obviously everybody's different, right?
0: But do you all of a sudden write somebody off because they have a different political opinion as you? Do you mean
2: personally? I guess it depends on what yeah. that different political opinion is. It depends.
0: They voted for they voted for Trump.
2: They may not that, anymore. You don't know, but you know. My... But you know, two years ago
0: that they you know two years ago that they liked Trump, and now you don't know. It's ambiguous. You just know that's that they not, voted I for struggle Trump. With you know, this no other all information. The time. Yeah, yeah. And again, for I me mean, personally, I have loved ones. Yeah.
1: So I, I struggle with it. It's like, I mean, I think the hard thing is, is that it makes you know that there's always like, I don't know, like you're never, there's that distance, right? Like you're like, I, I love this person, but we're not the same. We don't, you know, I think that Trump is just so different than like, I have tons of friends who are Republicans. I have no problem with people being Republicans. I think, Trump is just so vile that he's in his own category. And I think the thing that always gets me is that, like, you have to be so willing to turn a blind eye to so much in order to vote for him. And that's really where I struggle with just, like, how how do I feel connected or, you know, kindred to a person who is so willing to turn a blind eye to so much for whatever, I guess, tax purposes or how so, whatever reason people vote for Trump for
0: so my take is this like if you voted for trump it does not bother me i mean i get it it's weird i highly disagree i saw all the signs the gram by the pussy thing that should have been enough but apparently it wasn't i like people i like i like people who weren't captured you know there's a, there's a whole list of shit that he did before the election but if you're still on that train yeah i might have some questions but i'm not just gonna write off a person i'm not gonna try to like destroy a but jason again i
2: what, what i would actually say is this is probably and again i don't mean this in a bad way i don't want to just pick on you but you're the one that i'm talking to now where i think there's a lot of people who are like this as in i think this is what some of these people minorities women people in lgbtqia plus communities are saying by saying yeah just because you're not bothered by it as a white guy as a white male You don't understand how serious the things that are going on and how serious some of the words and the actions and the things that he has passed affects my life. I don't think anything that Trump has done really affects your personal life the way that it probably affects some of these people on social media. And again I would probably say that you know what yeah his what he does affects my life as well but not nearly to the way that it affects a lot of these other people's young people's lives people who who you know identify with different sexuality than me and you do I think you got to take that seriously when these people go no this really hurts me it really hurts me. And you to just kind of dismiss that by saying, well, I don't have a problem with it. Hey, he's not doing anything directly that hurts you. I think that's a bias that specifically men and more specifically white men are just going to have to sort of realize. As in saying your ideals are always going to be different from these people who might be really hurt by this, where we might go, hey, that's – come on, you can't be canceling people because he's just saying stuff. And again, I don't – again, I don't necessarily think that I you know, – I'm not going to dislike anyone because they voted for Trump. I think me and you agree on that. But there's some people who are really impassioned by the fact that the things that Trump has said – Really affects them, like really, really affects them, and all the ways that they live their life. It affects their families, their relationships with their families that probably are already a bit strained. So, like, I think it's, I think you got to sort of realize this is some of that that white male bias that these people are talking about. And I, think I understand. Sort of a perfect example. I, I
1: know white women who voted for him, and that's so baffling to me. How any yeah. woman could vote for someone who says, you know, grab them by the pussy is like so beyond. I just don't understand.
0: I understand. I I understand all that stuff. And I and what I will say is I don't I, I would say what's more advantageous a better ally than a purist is a reformist. Someone who can be who can acknowledge the error of their ways and be like, Yeah, I was on the other side. Now I'm not. Now I can now I can tell you and help you in your agenda or your you know, on the right side of history where it needs to be. The guy's last posts are all about Black Lives Matter. And they're all like, oh, you're just pandering. You're just pandering. Well, then where's the line? Where does it stop? Where do you say, all right, well, let's see it. We'll give you we'll give you another shot. It's immediately cancel. And I think that's what probably annoyed me more than anything else. And also because I really like the tea, but also because (laughs) I don't I just don't understand.
2: Look, man, it just I, seemed I think like such
0: just a reactionary response yes. and, look, and it's so we, irrational. And these are the like, you have so much energy. Your cause is noble, but you are going about it in a way that is vitriolic I've, and will make I've more said, enemies than allies. That's where I stand. As I've said <laughs> on this I podcast
2: a thousand times is that it's a pendulum. And are some of these things too far? Probably. But at the same time, I'm sort of of the position that goes, well, you know what? This is actually one of those times where it's like, sorry, but you might not get a second chance. Because you've had a lot – you, you over the course of history, unfortunately, as a people, white men specifically, have had a lot of second and third and fourth and fifth and six chances that minorities and women and people who sexually identify differently haven't gotten. So sorry, but this is one of those times where you might be in the position that the rest of us have been in for the, for the majority of our history. So you're going to have to suck this one up, cha-cha matcha dude. You just might happen to be on the wrong side of history. Sucks, but guess what? You picked the wrong time to to sort of say these views specifically to not understand your customer base. You again, yes, everyone deserves second chances, but everyone doesn't get second chances. So, all right, I don't think I'm gonna apologize for him. Sorry, it's just you just happen to be on the other side of history. When guess what? I'm not apologizing
0: for him either. Let me be clear. I've never, (laughs) I at no point was saying. I agree.
2: I love you. are just, apo- just apologizing for because you love his tea and I, look. I get it, man. Like I get no, it. I just want, don't understand yeah. the vitriol. Good. I just good don't tea.
0: understand the vitriol. It is really good. Um, i <laughs> I bought a I bought a now it to the the button on this is this. Um, a few weeks ago, I because I've been making a lot of matcha now because I can't go to these shops now. So I actually bought a fifty dollar jar of matcha from these guys. It's a lot of it, but anyway, I got that. I'm running low because I made these matcha chocolate chip cookies, okay? And I had to get new matcha powder. And I was close to getting the cha-cha matcha, but I did say, let's see what else is out there. And I did get a different yep. brand
2: of macho. <laughs> so
0: man, and, uh, and, and it's not,
2: yeah, it's just, and again, I understand what you're saying. That's what I mean. I don't think that, that you're wrong, but I also going to go, well, Hey, sorry, too bad. Like you, like there's other businesses out there. This is capitalism. You said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And now you're trying to backpedal from it and it might not be enough. Sorry. Just like sometimes being a woman or being black, you just happen to be here at the wrong time. Sorry. Hey, wish we could give you another chance. Trust me. That's happened throughout history. Sorry, cha cha matcha, dude. You just might have gotten screwed a little bit, and that's the way that it works. <laughs> well, I'm still, I'm going back. I'm gonna Good. go back.
0: Good. I'm gonna.
2: All right. Cool. All right. We've uh, got uh, one
0: more. Unless he comes back about. and he's like, yeah. I'm also a Nazi, and then I'll be like, Oh fuck, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: All right. No, so look, no, no. no. So, Let's right.
2: get to the last one and then wrap this up.
0: Yeah. True. Yes. Right. Uh, so, Brittany, you have an article. Tell us about Lady G and what's trending in the Twitter sphere as we record this.
1: It appears that, um, the, uh, that Lindsey Graham, who's very homophobic may have been allegedly hiring, uh, gay escorts, um, allegedly and allegedly it's, uh, they call him Lady G the, the DC male escorts call him Lady G and, amazing. um, Allegedly, he's used their services for years. Um, (laughs) He makes them sign an NDA, and they're all trying to get around it so that they can out him.
0: Just do it. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) just do it. it. Break the NDA. Raise. Start a GoFundMe. You'll be fine. Go for it.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: I
2: mean, I don't.
1: They're like, if we all do it, then, uh, then you know, is there is there a way? So, you just need uh,
2: one guy. You just need one guy. Yeah, because I mean, do you like how much of this do you actually like? Do you actually believe this? Kind of want to.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to too. I mean, yeah. they always say like the Go most ahead. homophobic people yes. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's you're like.
0: Eh, yeah, you you maybe. always have to be a little bit gay. You can't just be a hundred percent one or the other because you're going to it really is like a circle and you will go to the other side pretty quickly um because that that's the guy it's like we've talked about it before how many times we talked about the guy toe tapping underneath the stall in the bathroom you know what i'm talking I don't, about i don't even
2: remember, yeah, remember that senator's name but i know exactly our, our congressman's name yeah yeah, yeah.
0: this these them. are republican anti uh gay gay policymakers and that's That's always the guy who ends up getting busted, right? So for doing for doing some gay stuff, and and that's fine. You could be gay. You go for it. It's fine. Um, But Lindsey Graham falls into that camp as well, and he's been such a dick for the last like eight years because he was actually pretty level-headed. But the reason I say eight years is because you've seen this weird transformation. Where he basically started by talking a lot of shit about Trump, but whereas Romney kind of stayed the course and remained steady, Lindsey Graham became like his number two. And it's just really gross and icky. Like, that's another thing. He didn't just post one picture on Instagram. No, this guy is like the lapdog every sense of the way. And he just is battered and bruised. Um, and if if people have always suspected it's some sort of blackmail situation, maybe it's Russia, maybe it's Trump, maybe it's something like that, which would be upsetting, but also, Hey man, you, you have a ton of power as a Senator, like integrity is what's needed here. And yeah, probably all of these guys are corrupt to a certain extent, but this is
2: awful. This well, that, is just really well, bad. Well, that's going to be my question, though, right? Because let's say that let's say all this is true, and Trump is known about this. Because obviously, you know, when you're the president, you can sort of get dirt and information. Dude, Again, I would take, I wouldn't put it past a guy like Trump to have personal information on every single one of these dudes that staunchly defends him, and goes, "You're even going to defend me if you want to keep your position. Otherwise, this is what I this is the folder I have on you." And that's a perfectly real thing of him. This dude could have this long phone. Trump's like, I've known about this. I won't say anything about it as long as you back me until, until your dying day. And that, I mean, seems like a pretty good, pretty good case here. Yeah, makes
0: sense. The pieces fit. I mean, you could already see the names, right? He's going to tweet about it because Lindsey Graham's going to be like, "All right, I guess I'm out. Here we go. I'm yeah. gay. I was blackmailed. This guy sucks." Here's what's really going on. He would never I, say that. I apologize. And then Trump's going to come out and be like, he begged me to leave. He didn't want to do that. And like a dog, uh, little gay Graham, like all these little things he's going to say. He's just going to throw the book at him.
2: Now, if you're the other side and you're a, and you're a staunch Republican reporter, do you know what the response to this is? Hey, liberals, yes. why do you hate gay people? Why are you shaming someone who's gay? <laughs> yeah,
1: I That's know. It's coming. It's like That's a... coming.
2: <laughs> it's the mental yeah. gymnastics. I've, 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 I'm hip to it. Right. Here's what's going to happen. This is going to,
0: this is going to, if this is true, this comes out as true. He admits to it. Um, Liberals go all in to be like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be the guy. He's gonna be the guy to beat Trump, and he's just another one of the guys. Trump's gonna disown him. Every Republican's gonna disown him. He's just gonna be ostracized. He's gonna make the rounds at CNN. He'll be hired by MSNBC or something, and then, and then it's gonna end because just like every other hero that. Liberals have hyped up, such as their Mueller, who was a Republican, Michael Cohen, who was, who was Trump's lawyer. Um, there's others, but those are the first two that come to mind. A Bolton, right, who has his book, um, which didn't do anything uh, like there's always these guys that defect over. They're like, this is going to be the guy. But the but the base is so brainwashed and ingrained with everything that this guy is doing that oh yeah he can do no wrong and why are they going after him why are they bullying him they're just gonna go right to defend him because that's the cult mentality
2: yeah wow but yeah sorry maybe uh this is (laughs) well well
1: well, we might know we might know soon because uh, uh the guy that posted it said he has two people two other people who are willing to go public he has major News outlets in his inbox and anyway. <laughs> lawyer supporting. So oh, stay oh, tuned. Don Lemon.
0: Don Lemon, please, please blow this thing stay wide tuned. open. Stay tuned. It's got to be Don Lemon, right? He's the most prolific. Or right, him or Anderson Cooper. It's got to be one of those guys. Or both. You, do it together. Twenty. By the way,
2: twenty twenty has been a hell of a year. If this is true. <laughs> brief
0: Brief, brief media. Th- brief media therapy here because. Um, speak because I just brought up Anderson Cooper. Um he won uh five hundred thousand dollars on Who Wants to be a Millionaire celebrity Who Wants to be a Millionaire Who? last night. Anderson Cooper. Okay.
1: Oh good for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Won it for to uh donate? charity. Yeah, yeah. It's for a charity that provide that that gets Kevlar vests for dogs, for like police dogs.
1: <laughs> really? Okay.
0: Yeah. They're gonna have Kevlar for days. It's gonna be a. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty yeah, good. It's way to one of people. these dogs is meanwhile is, you know
2: accused of a murder, and then Anderson Cooper has to explain his donation, and we cancel him.
0: Meanwhile, Andy Cohen, <laughs> Andy Cohen was raising money for Planned Parenthood, and only won thirty two thousand dollars. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he got, he got the he got the sixty four thousand dollar question wrong. So what a shame. Anyway, that's it. I guess uh Brittany, you got to run.
1: Got to run. It's been a long day.
0: It's been great having you on, Brittany. Let's do. Yeah, let's do wait. Sorry. Wait. There's one more thing that has to be done because one I know people thing? are going to be mad okay. if I don't do it. One more thing. Who's older? Oh, yes. Jennifer Aniston or
2: Paul Giamatti?
1: Jennifer Aniston. Paul
2: Giamatti. It's got to be Paul Giamatti. We have a split. Cuz Jennifer Aniston 50 yet. Maybe she's early 50s, but yeah, I would say Paul Giamatti's older. It's my guess. She's 50s. So I I was looking through
0: um this the stuff New Zealand websites because usually they got some weird stuff there and I was just seeing it. and apparently Jennifer Aniston is selling nudes or something or auctioning nude portrait of herself. Anyway, really? um, yeah, so that's a thing. So I was like, oh, that's a good one. Looked up the age. Pretty close. John, you're right. Paul Giamatti is older, but Jennifer Aniston is over 50. She's 51. Okay. She's Damn. two years younger than
2: Paul Giamatti. Wow. Okay. Okay. And just but real still. quick, so New we're Zealand. Both, we're both Damn.
1: partially right.
2: 50, I mean, 15 days in a row of no John's cases right of out. COVID-19. I'm right often.
0: Well, yesterday was the first day. No deaths in New York City.
2: Nice. That
1: was Again, Wednesday. Yes, yesterday I had 42 deaths.
2: <laughs> well, 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 fuck.
1: <laughs>
2: That's a perfect That's way to end the good. podcast of how wrong you've been today, Jason. You've been wrong every step of the good. way. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and drink drink some tea.
1: Go that's go, go drink dad. some uh,
2: racist cha cha matcha and uh
1: <laughs> you can't drink your racist tea. <laughs>
2: I will. That's I will. gonna have to be the name of this episode is racist tea. Racist tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done. Easy.
0: All right. Uh that's it. Brittany, thanks for joining. Um now uh right. Yeah, go to he'sabroad.com. <laughs> You can see all the links, all this stuff. Sorry, I guess I've been accused of racist. Wait, am I racist if I drink the racist tea? Oh man, you are going down this
2: awful rabbit hole. <laughs> this white guilt.
0: <laughs> I'm still going to drink it, but I want to know, like, what's
2: what's this public image I have? So now. you can just lean into your racism. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> I mean, I still ate Chick fil A. I mean, it's good chicken. You know, Charlemagne the God eats Chick fil A. Yeah, good chicken. And good and Good Tea. He asked. He. he they. Right. Was it Cory Booker he asked about that? Anyway. All right. He's abroad.com. You can d- check out all the links, go download an iTunes review us, all these other things. Um, you know, I'll tell you what not to do. Don't write. He's abroad podcast on your signs. Keep the, keep the protest going, be civil and uh, keep on keeping on, but don't write. He's abroad podcast on the signs, not even on the back out of sight from the camera lens. Make sure the message is clear, singular, and uh yeah, hopefully things will get better. Till next week. This podcast is over.